Hello there, cat people. Welcome to episode 8 of the Shelter Cats podcast. The completely amateur, unprofessional, lightly scripted podcast. All about the difference that the Shelter Cats have made in my life and will hopefully serve as an inspiration to you to adopt a shelter cat of your own. Whether it's your very first shelter cat or maybe you're getting another shelter cat as a friend to your current cat or a second or a third, as long as you have enough space. Well, it is a Saturday of Memorial Day weekend. I've decided to re-record my intro and bring you up to date on everything. I've also It's also occurred to me I've forgotten to mention where my blog was the past couple of times, so I definitely need to re-record this. And literally, as I'm recording this, my Tucker, my current little shelter cat, is asleep in one of my pillows. He has this habit of when I make my bed every morning and I make my bed every morning, he goes in one of the pillows, like literally borrows himself in the pillow and he makes it his day bed. So he's doing that. And Mona, I leave a stuffed animal on my bed and Mona, who is one of my recent foster fails, Mona is making biscuits. (laughs) She has this, it's like a black stuffed animal bear thing and I leave it on the bed specifically for Mona because a few times a day she'll jump on the bed and make biscuits actually my most recent TikTok is of her making biscuits on this very stuffed animal which leads me to the following good segue right I would love to hear from you I really really would because I want to hear about your cats I want to see pictures I want to hear how you adopted your cats, the story about how they came to live with you, how life with your cats. I want to hear all those stories because nothing makes me happier than hearing stories about your cats and and the differences that they've made in your life. So it's not just about how my cats have saved my life. It's all, also, I want to hear how my your cats have made a difference for you. So my website is tylerthecat.com. You could email me, dan at tylerthecat.com. You could find me on Facebook. Just search Shelter Cats. I'm on Twitter, which I'm not, I, I need to tweet more. Shelter Cats POD. That's Shelter Cats Pod. I am on TikTok and Instagram. Just search Shelter Cats Podcast. And I'm remembering this time, the blog is on Medium. I love Medium. Medium sheltercats.medium.com or just go on medium and search sheltercats and i post blogs every saturday and uh, social media is basically every day tiktok is every couple days Um, but facebook and instagram are basically daily so definitely reach out to me i would love to hear from you and in other cat news i have some awesome upcoming episodes the next two episodes basically Episodes 9 and 10 have already been recorded, edited, and are ready to go. I'm so, so excited because I have awesome guests for both of those upcoming episodes. So next Sunday, episode 9, I interviewed Diana Cotullo. Now, Diana is the cattery manager of Little Shelter Animal Rescue and Adoption Center. And if you've been listening, and thank you, by the way, Um, Little Shelter is in Huntington, New York. 
so in Suffolk County, Long Island, New York. And that is where I adopted Tyler in 2000. And Tucker, who's sleeping in my pillow right now in 2017. Awesome shelter. I got to, we had a couple of technical difficulties, so I had to break it into two parts because halfway through we lost the connection. But great interview. I just got to hear about so many things about Little Shelter and, and, and the challenges they face and, and just all the things they do and some upcoming events they have and, and how COVID affected them. It was just, just, just an awesome, awesome podcast. So that's next Sunday, uh, June 4th. And then the following Sunday, June 11th, I have a conversation with my oldest, dearest friend. His name is Jeff Henry. He is a pastor in rural Pennsylvania, Mifflin Town, I think is the town, Amish country. Uh, if you're familiar with that, I have no concept of where that is in, any, in Pennsylvania, but it's very rural Pennsylvania. So as far removed from my life in New York and Long Island as possible. And he was a dog person his whole life and through big changes in his life from moving out to rural Pennsylvania to some challenges with health in his family um, he has two cats that have made a huge difference in his life and his wife's life so we had an awesome conversation and that'll be episode 10 which comes up in two weeks on June 11th and I have more guests that want to talk to me, um, another dear friend of mine, and another dear friend of mine. And within a few days, I'm going to be signing Taylor's official adoption contract. We have a verbal agreement, but I'm actually going to sign the contract, and he'll be officially my cat, my foster failure extraordinaire. And that organization is called Alley Cats. And they will be... A future guest as well. They're they're in the middle of a huge project of of um, getting a bunch of cats out of a bad situation in a colony somewhere on Long Island. So when they're done with that project, I'm going to have them on as well to talk about their organization uh, and all the challenges they face. Because unlike Little Shelter, they don't have a physical location, so they rely exclusively on a network of foster foster families, of which I was one until I failed again. So they tirelessly, tirelessly are out there saving cats, getting cats out of bad situations, pulling cats from the the horrors that is animal control, such as Taylor. Um, they do amazing, amazing work. So I'm excited to have them on. And then at some point this summer, I'm going to have my dear friend Shelly Betancourt on. Uh, she runs the organization that brought me Mona and Vance, who are my first and second foster fails. So, you know, I'm reaching out to great, great organizations near me, and I, I want to talk to every one of them. So if, if you're a rescue organization not in my part of the world and you'd like to be on the podcast, just reach out to me. And I would love, love to give you a chance to tell your story. So without further ado, and that's a, that's a lot of ado. Is that the right way to say that? Uh, I'll, I'll try to be brief because it's a holiday weekend and we're all barbecuing and enjoying the weather. It's a beautiful day where I am. 
It really, really is. It's a beautiful sunny day. It's 80 degrees. It's not too humid yet. And I don't like humidity. But in an earlier episode, I've talked about how to adopt a shelter cat and what to look for. And just some tips um, tips on how to go about adopting a shelter cat. So I wanted to kind of expand on that and talk about how to bond with your shelter cat. You can, you know, now that you've, you've, you've gone, you've reached out to the shelters, you've gone and met some cats, you found the cat you wanted or they picked you, and you adopted that cat and you brought it home. And you introduced that cat to your home, you gave them a safe space of their own to get used to your home, and you've given them some space to adjust, and a few days have gone by, how do I bond with my cat? So, you know, based on my experience of having many, many, many cats over the years, here's what's worked for me. And I can tell you it worked with Tyler. It worked with his, his best friend, Tiger. It worked with Jackson, who I, I, I haven't talked much about Jackson, but he, his story will come up. It's worked with all my cats. So job one, give them time. I know I mentioned this in the previous episode, but the best way to bond with your cat is to leave them alone. If you're like, oh, play with me, play with me, play with me, kitty. Come here, come here, come here. When they're first getting used to your house, they're going to freak out. Uh, Almost a guarantee. So some cats don't hide, like Tyler never hid and bonded with us right away. But more often than not, if a cat is coming from a shelter situation where they might have been in a cage or like in Tyler's case the cattery where it's just a building with two to three hundred cats it's a high stress environment that they're in a high stress environment and they're coming to your home which is the polar opposite it's it smells differently it looks differently nothing is familiar give them time and let them adjust to you that's why having giving them a safe space is important. Tip two, which I also touched upon in the earlier episode, is spend time with them in that room at a, at a distance and talk to that. Talk to the cat. Just just talk about introduce yourself. Talk about yourself. I'm telling you they understand what you what you're saying. Because I always do that. I will tailor hit under the bed. Vance hit under the bed. And I just sat at the foot of the bed. I looked at them from time to time so they would get eye contact with me and I just started talking about, you know, whatever I've been through, what I do, what my life is like. Talk about your routine. You know, I usually clean around this time of day. Almost like like, like it's a cat Airbnb. Just talk to them. Just, just have conversations with them in a calm, even-toned voice. Like I'm talking now. Just start talking to them. They look at you and they understand the tone of what you're saying. And I think I'm convinced that it helps you to bond with your cat. Next tip is regular feeding. Make sure when you feed them, make sure they know that you're the one doing the feeding and feed them at the same times. I feed my guys every morning at the same time and every evening at the same time. It's to the point where they 
know when they're going to be fed and they all wait in the kitchen like if anybody remembers the Catskills and when dining rooms would open I spent many Labor Day weekends in the Catskills as a kid they were these massive dining rooms and they'd open it you know a certain amount at a certain time and a lot of the older people would be milling about the door waiting for it to open or a cruise ship where you know older cruise ships where they used to have big dining rooms same thing they know if you feed them at the same time they come to expect regular feedings at regular times and if they see that you're the one doing it regularly they associate a good thing food with you and that is one of the key early things to help you bond with the cat next thing is is toys a good way to start to interact with a cat especially a younger cat or a shy cat or a cat that was playful if you noticed in the shelter the cat was playing with toys and was very interactive with toys some are more interactive with others make sure you have a lot of a variety of toys like bouncy toys like mice like teasers on wands i had a a, a teaser that had like fabric like like a string teaser with with the strings that came down on a plastic wand. I had that for Tyler's entire life. Um, in many instances, the shelter will give you some toys, but get toys with catnip in them. Get toys without catnip in them. Get just a lot of interactive toys. I mean, you could go crazy and spend a lot of money on toys, but just a teaser, like a feather teaser on a wand or ball, like little bouncy balls, things that are interactive, things that stimulate the cat and play with, to the extent that they'll let you, if they're still scared, play with your cat while you, while with toys, interact with your cat as much as possible. Every cat will tell you when they've had enough, they'll just lose interest and walk away. And then when they're done, go about your business, go even close the door, go into another room, but try to interact with the cat as much as possible and they'll again associate you with a good thing play and fun and stimulation because cats do get bored if there's not something to do um next step is uh, here's another thing that has worked for me don't alter your daily routine just because you have a new cat in the house or a new pet do your normal, th if you vacuum at a certain time of day, if you clean at a certain time of day, if you exercise at a certain time of day, go about doing that. And even, you know, vacuum in the room. If, 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 you're, if where you're sequestering the cat happens to be where your exercise machines are, do it in the room with your cat. Cats are creatures of routine, very much so. That's why I love cats, because I'm a creature of routine. I almost wear the same shirts on the same days of the week because I've lived with cats for so long. I'm a, I've, I've become a very big creature of routine. My ex hated it because I did the same things. I wanted to eat the same things on the same days. My ex hated it because, you know, whatever. This isn't about that. You know, do, do your... What you do on a daily basis that makes you happy, do that. Don't change your schedule because of the cat I think your cat getting used to your schedule and when you go to sleep and when you wake up and when you do the things that you do that make you happy on a day-to-day -day basis whether you're 
an individual or a family, just do it. You know, involve the family in this as well. If you have kids, make sure the kids interact with the cat, but make sure they know, you know, this cat is adjusting and just give the cat time. So those are some of the some of the ways to like begin to bond with your cat. Um, if possible, try to adopt your cat on a weekend or when you have a day or two off, if you work weekends. If you can spend the first day or two at home with your cat, I think that's also important. And I think it's better than if you, you know, adopt him, him or her, bring, him, bring the cat home and then two hours later you go to work. But the cat needs to get used to being around you and and that will and and bond with you um next is brushing and petting as soon as the cat will let you and some do right away some are a little more standoffish about it pet your cat as much as possible pet the the top of the head you know the ears the back um you know some cats don't like to have their tails pet. Mine don't mind too much. Don't go for their stomachs. Don't go for their feet because some of them hate that. Some don't mind. Tyler didn't mind. Um, my guys don't mind. Taylor is not too crazy about it. Mona hates it. If I rub her belly, she'll, she'll take a swing at me. So stick to the back and do the little massage thing where you kind of, you know, do a light massage on their back. Um, Get, a, get a, a pet brush and start to brush them. Most cats love to be brushed because any healthy cat will, will groom themselves on a regular basis. Even Taylor. Taylor keeps himself fastidiously clean. I've never seen a cat go... He just... Before he goes to sleep, is like 20 minutes where he will clean every inch of his body that he could reach with his feet and his, and his, and his tongue. It's It's awesome. He keeps himself very clean for, for an older cat. Try to be involved in that. Try to brush the cat. On the, on, only the back. You know, the head and the back and the chest a little bit. If you see that they don't like it or they, they hiss, put it away. But if they like it, continue to do it for a good 5-10 minutes. Being involved in their grooming in some way helps you to bond with them. Because I started brushing Tucker and now he loves it. He arches his back. Mona, when she's sleeping, I'll just very gently brush her and she starts to purr. Same with Tiger. uh, Tiger. Vance. Well, Tiger too. But Vance, same thing. Some, you know, only like it for a few minutes. Taylor is not too crazy about being brushed, but he doesn't hate it. You know, you'll just, you'll be able to tell when they've had enough because they'll, they'll get a little tense and if you see the tail kind of swinging back and forth or beating looking like it's beating on the on you know if they're sitting beating on the floor or the or where they're sitting put the brush away but being involved in some form of grooming like that also has worked for me to help bond with the cat because again you want to associate positives with you so the more positives your cat will associate with you such as food, such as play, such as interaction, like petting them and brushing them. The more they associate good things with you, the more they're going to want to be around you because you bring pleasure to them. You bring good things. And 
that will definitely help to bond with them. Last one is, will depend on how you feel about this, but let them sleep with you. Let them sit with you. Let them sit on the, on the couch with you. Let them sit on your chair with you. Some people may not agree with that, but I even, I don't care. They, Tucker will eat on the kitchen table with me. Mona, Sophie, they'll eat on the kitchen table with me. Um, Sophie will eat on the kitchen counter while I'm, while I'm making coffee in the morning. Let them sit with you. If they want to sit on the couch with you, you, you know, when you, when you gradually introduce them to your home and then you see them coming on the couch, don't, don't try not to. Try not to worry about the couch so much. <laughs> it's just a couch. The interaction with your pet, with your cat, I think wins out over whatever furniture this is. Um, if it's a leather couch, cover it with a slip cover or something because the, the leather couch is going to get ripped up. Ask me how I know. <laughs> it's happened to me. So let them sit with you. If they want to sit on the furniture, let them sit with you. Let them sit and watch TV with you. Let them sit while you're reading or while you're doing some work. That's a good sign. That means they want to be around you. So don't don't interfere with that if you can if you can get away with it. Um, those are just those are just some of the ways that have worked for me to, to help you bond with your cat. None of this is set in stone because every cat is different. Every situation is different. And every cat adjusts in their own way. Every cat adjusts in their own way, at their own speed, at their own style. It took Tyler 30 seconds. It took Vance four months. It took Sophie up to six months to feel comfortable leaving the bedroom. So every cat will get used to your home at different, different lengths of time. And the last most important piece of advice I can give you in terms of how to bond with your cat is patience. Be patient. Be patient. Ex expect setbacks. There will be things that spook them and send them under the bed. The vacuum may freak them out. Sometimes having guests over may freak them out and send them under the bed. My Sophie and Tucker, they love when people come over. The rest of them, right under the bed. They, they'll kind of peek out from the bedroom into the hallway and look at things, see who's there, but they don't want to interact with people. Um... So expect setbacks, expect things to spook them, especially in the beginning. Don't take it personally and be patient. Be patient. Talk in even tones. Don't run up to the cat. And every positive thing they do, praise them. And maybe give them treats or give them some catnip if they like catnip. Not all minor addicts of catnip like Tyler was. But... But be patient and reward with treats. Not too many treats. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to make them too chunky too soon. But be patient. 
your patience will pay off. Because again, if you adopt a young cat, that's a 15 to 20 year commitment. Even if you adopt a cat that's, a, that's several years old. Like Sophie was four when I adopted her and now she's 13. This is a, a commitment of several years, five, 10, 15, sometimes 20 years or more. Cats can live into their mid-20s, even older than that. So this is a long lifetime together. Putting in the time in the beginning and the effort and being patient. Even if it takes months, it will pay off in a lifetime of an amazing, amazing bond of unconditional love. And unconditional love is something I have never found in another human being and I am 50 years old in December. And I have dated people. I have had long relationships. I've had short relationships. The unconditional love of a cat is something that is never surpassed or found in any other being on this planet. I am convinced of that. So doing those things in the beginning, patience, interaction, regular schedules, food, treats, petting, grooming, talking to them, you will get an unconditional love that is the most rewarding, wonderful feeling on earth. When a cat loves you, when a cat trusts you, like Vance, every time I say hi, he shows me his stomach (laughs) because he likes to have his belly rubbed. and he was abused in a colony near JFK airport and now this cat shows me his stomach and I hold him like a stuffed animal every night when I sleep because that's and he waits for me to go to sleep that effort and patience will bring you the most rewarding rewarding experience of your life and that's the point behind behind podcasts my podcast and my am I trying to explain these tips to you is I want everybody to feel that feeling and experience that which I have had the privilege of experiencing several times with with wonderful wonderful shelter cats over the past few years and I know this is a shelter cats podcast but shelter cats show their appreciation in ways that I think are are better than any other kind of pet. That's why adopt, don't shop. When you bring home a cat from a shelter or a cat from a foster home and bring them into your home and open your your heart and your home to them, they show their appreciation. Vance has been here since January of last year. He still literally shows his appreciation every time I feed him. Every time I pet him, he, he shows his appreciation. So does Taylor. Taylor went through hell and he was on death row. He was hours away from not being on this earth anymore. And he is the happiest, most appreciative, thankful, loving, purring, kitten-like senior cat you can imagine. So that's my show for today. Thank you so much, so much for listening. I have international listeners. I'm I'm blown away by, by people telling me that they love this my little unprofessional effort about shelter cats. Great shows coming up. Have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend if you listen to this on Memorial Day weekend. And and it's going to be a great summer. 
and I'm looking forward to future episodes. Thank you so much.